0: Now back to my point, we all know that eventually our parents and loved ones will die, but when it comes to it, it seems as if it has hit you like a train completely off guard, when all along you knew that it was fate. I decided to have my parents tell us a little bit about their relationship with their parents. This is my dad, Brad. He's the most hardworking, loving man in the entire world, I swear. Seeing him hurt after all the tragedies that occurred in his life hurt me like no other.
1: So the relationship with my parents. Um, I had a a good relationship with my parents uh, most of the time. I had a little rough patch with my mom after her and my dad were going to get divorced. but started getting along better after my dad passed away and got along good with her later in life as she was getting elderly and uh, cared a lot about my children, her grandchildren. The, the relationship with my dad was great in my opinion. He died when I was 21 years old, so there's a lot of uh, time I wish I could have spent with him. But he liked to hunt, he liked to be outdoors, he liked to build um, a lot of the things I like to do. So we spent a lot of time together hunting and fishing and building, and still have the log house that him and I built together. So the relationship with my dad was was great, in my opinion.
0: And here's my mom, Debbie. No doubt the strongest, most independent, passionate person you'll ever meet, and I am so lucky to call her my mother. Seeing her after the passing of her parents was so unreal and abstract to me. She is one who holds her composure and doesn't let things get to her. I froze because I didn't know what to do, because at this time her composure had went to shit, and she had a damn good reason
2: for it. I feel like I had a pretty good relationship with both of my parents. Um, I was the oldest of three kids, so I guess you could say I was the spoiled one. Um, I spent a lot of time with my mom um, at her parents. So we spent a lot of time at the farm together doing a lot of different things. So I feel like I had a, a, a good relationship with both of them. Although um, I was a daddy's girl, I'm sure, but and spoiled.
0: Something about both of them hit this sort of rock bottom made me put my life in perspective. I wanted to know why they felt this way or what exactly rooted this feeling. Obviously, it's way more than just saddening. But I was grieving at the same time as well, and it wasn't just sadness that I had felt. So I decided to ask them if there was anything they would have changed while their parents were alive, any specific things they would have wanted to do or say or maybe even take back. Something about both of them hit this sort of rock bottom made me put my life in perspective. I wanted to know why they felt this way or what exactly rooted this feeling. Obviously, it's way more than just saddening. But I was grieving at the same time as well, and it wasn't just sadness that I had felt. So I decided to ask them if there was anything they would have changed while their parents were alive, any specific things they would have wanted to do or say or maybe even take back.
1: Okay, if there's anything I could take back or do over or say, say that I could have back then, um, there definitely is, especially when it comes to my dad. The day he died, he was having a heart attack, and my grandfather and I filed the ambulance to the hospital, and I knew it was a bad heart attack. Um, he's had a couple previously, but this one I knew was bad. And when they pulled him out of the back of the ambulance, he had them stop, and he grabbed my hand and said he loved me and I just hollered at the paramedics to get him inside get him inside and I wish I would have took two seconds to say I love I love you too that's my biggest regret with my dad also with my dad I wish there was more when we were working together a lot of times I'd want to go out with my friends and stuff and numerous times I would leave him He would say, go, go with your friends, you know, on the weekend, and I just felt guilty a lot of times for leaving him work by himself, and, um, if I could go back, I would have spent a little more time with him instead of, instead of my friends. And my, I don't have many regrets as far as my mom's concerned, other than I went down to Florida numerous times when she was ill, and, um... I wasn't able to be with her when she'd passed away. I thought she was getting better, but all of a sudden she she passed away and I wasn't able to be with her. So that um, I wish I would have just went down and spent her last week or two with her. And those are my regrets. Or things I would do over.
2: Um, in terms of anything I'd like to change, um, I guess I would like to have had more time with both of them. Um, I wish I would have thanked my dad more for everything that he did for me. Um, And in terms of my mom, I really regret not being with her towards the end. But according to the doctors, they didn't think the end was that close, and so that's going to be one of my biggest regrets is not uh, being with her and spending more time. Um, She kept uh, going back and forth, and she kept getting better, but... I didn't want to spend more time with her than what I normally did because I didn't want her to think that I was spending time just because I knew the end was coming. So I guess I just um, regret not having the time.
0: What I found was the overlying subject of their answers was regret. As soon as I laid it out, it hit me. Regret never goes away. It's always there whether you want it to be or not. I felt regret myself. It's like a wave of realization fell upon me. My grandparents were only a prevalent part of my life when I was a child. Even then, it wasn't the type of relationship most kids have. Both of them lived up north, and my dad's side lived in Florida during the winter. I rarely was able to see them. As I got older, I only saw my dad's side once a year and my mom's side three to four times a year at best. I almost felt like when I did see them, it was hard to pick up where we left off because so much had happened in between. They had never seen me play a sport, which is what I do 80% of my life. They knew who I was based off what I told them and what my parents did, which was usually the good because I wasn't about to tell them, hey, by the way, I got a C in my math test the other day or that I'm having boy troubles and I need help because I was worried that they might not want to see me as much if they knew these bad sides of me. That was my biggest mistake. Don't get me wrong. I was close with my grandparents, but not the close I would have hoped to have been. Now that I realize what I had done wrong, it's too late. I didn't tell them what was going on in school or with my friends. I didn't ask them to come to my games. I didn't have that connection mostly because I didn't initiate what I wanted. A continuous flaw I have had, and I have found most people have as well. My point is that we don't realize what we truly have soon enough.
1: Well, my advice to give to people. I guess if it was advice to kids, it would be to spend more time with your parents. appreciate them. Why you can, don't take them for granted. Because before you know it, they're not going to be there anymore. And then you have a lot of regrets. Um, My advice for adults, including myself, would be to be more patient. Be more tolerant. Spend more time with my kids. Spend less time working. and enjoy life as much as you can because like like I said before, you know it it'll be over so work hard enough to enjoy your life but don't work too hard to where that's all you do spend time with your family
2: My best advice to kids is to not take things for granted and appreciate everything that you have but I know that's tough advice to give because as kids everybody thinks there's all kinds of extra time um just don't let a moment go by and my advice for adults is basically the same we all know how fast time goes and to make time because one day you're going to regret it if you don't so don't Miss out on any of the little moments and take the time to appreciate every moment.
0: I flew to Florida to see my grandma when she was admitted into the hospital three months before her passing. I walked in and she stared at me like I wasn't even there. She didn't know who I was. It hit me then that it was far too late to make up for time lost. I sat there with her and held her hand and talked. I rambled on with a fair share of run on sentences and told her all about my life. The good and the bad. On our last day at the hospital I said goodbye hoping and praying that it wouldn't be the last time I said those words. As I was about to walk out the door she said Payton. Tears dripped down my eyes as I waved one last time and knew she was listening all along. My other grandma passed away my freshman year. I woke up in the middle of the night to my mom running around, waiting for her brother to get there to take her up north in hopes to make it to their mom before it was too late. She died that morning and I had to go to school the next day fighting back the tears. That day I found out that I was on homecoming court, something I would have called my grandma and told her all about. It's hard for me to talk about the few memories I have with them because that's all I can hold on to. I don't want people to know that maybe I didn't do my part. Maybe they were good grandparents and I just wasn't a good granddaughter. It's easy to blame yourself in situations like this. But as I grow older, I watch young people take advantage of their elders and it kills me inside. People don't understand how full of knowledge your elders truly are and how much you can learn from them. And it goes the other way as well. I had to try and teach my grandmother how to use an iPhone. It was like rocket science to her. My point is, is that people aren't here forever. Your best friend could die tomorrow for all you know. So don't hold back anything. Be true to yourself and true to your relationships in life because the more you do, the less regret you'll feel.